Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. James and Jack for you this week, taking you through all the Sheffield Wednesday news. There's not a lot of, but there is definitely a lot of match stuff to talk about. Jake is um, is probably going to be out of action for a little while. We don't really know quite what's happening there in terms of the little one um, and that sort of thing uh, in terms of arrival times and things like mm. that. So we're hoping to see Jake before Christmas, but I'm not going to put any pressure on the man. So yeah, yeah. there'll be uh, there might be a quite a familiar face next week, but somebody you've not really seen in a in a talking Wednesday setting apart from once maybe, um, but also a bit more of Jack in the next month, which. I'm sure you're all thrilled about, as we all are. Hello, Jack. How have you been, my friend? There's no need for the sarcastic tone there, James. Come on. No, yes, it's it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. I'm finally not busy. Um, uh, I've been a very busy boy over several months. That sounds really awful, doesn't it? I've been a very busy boy. Anyway, no, yes, straight, been, away. <laughs> yeah. straight away. Straight huh. away. Oh, boy. It's derailed already. It's great. Um, but I've basically I've been up since four o'clock this morning at the time of recording this podcast, so I'm thriving somehow. I'm surviving. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That's but effectively the job that I've been really busy in. I was doing so that I could afford this lovely new camera that I'm using. Uh, starting this episode, Jack, have you got a new camera? You've not mentioned yeah. it on Twitter about no. five thousand times. No, I really haven't. Yeah, I now I now basically stepped up my my levels to uh, to you and Jake because uh, I felt like a very big inferiority complex uh, whenever being in your your two's presence with the equipment you had, and I felt a b- burning desire to be able to produce stuff on the same quality. It's a pity I don't have the same talent as either of you he's he's playing that what what do you want me to say there Jack what do you want me to say there can you imagine if I could actually be bothered to actually set my equipment up properly nowadays I just Mm. I don't I think this is still quite balanced from an event I shot I hear that your microphone uh, was balancing on a vault boy from Fallout not that long ago yes in fact I saw it because I remember the episode where it fell off where Vault Boy was not being very good at carrying it. He, uh... <laughs> no, that wasn't become... that. The Vault that Boy was... had become over-encumbered and couldn't fast travel anymore. That's good. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Um, no, that was my old... I've got an old... This actually probably works better with this setup because mm. of the interface I'm using works really nice with old... Like, it's not old... It, or it is actually it's, I got this 11 years ago Jesus Christ um, yeah it's just an NT1 that, but it's got a lot of warmth you can always tell what one sounds like if you know microphones and then I just yes. started using this one again because it's lightweight and useful and I used it at nice. the start of the podcast it's just I don't use the same processing software because again I'm lazy and I've, I haven't set it all back up I'm going to set nice. it all back up in the new year but yeah, I've had I've not had a lot of time really to uh yes. just to sort a lot of things out, but um I've been working on some EAFC content, some more content for the channel. We obviously live streamed the Leicester game in the week. That was quite fun. There was nowhere near as many people that used to set up uh, to join in. Mm-hmm. Turned up because you can understand that, but then the people that were there, I think there was about 60 65 of us. We uh we had a great night that night on the stream even though i forgot how to stream and then had to buy the stream because this the sky sports app wasn't working properly and i was like right nice fantastic let's let's sort all that out but um then that was followed by blackburn but we we don't get straight into it there really usually we we we, we talk for a little bit and then you skip over yes exactly then you skip ahead that's how the oh they were waffling too much oh god why are you not talking about wednesday immediately why are you waffling? why are you not talking about wednesday on a podcast called talking wednesday shut up with your logic right that's (laughs) just because it's we don't do that here yes It we don't do common sense. We don't do... No, no, that doesn't happen here. You're going to listen about us venting and waffling for half an hour, at least. No. Uh, we don't so talk how's your week to been, a lot of James? 
How's my week no. been? Um, yes. Because we haven't asked, actually officially said those very words yet. So how's your week been, James? Well, I said it to you, but yes, my week. Well, yes. My week has been... No, I said, how have you been? No, you're right. You're yes, right. We exactly, been. exactly. Keep up, no, James. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were recording today and... Then you messaged me after shift. He actually messaged me and he was like, yeah, yes. well, I've been up since 5.30, so I might as well. Because we didn't oh, earlier than that. delay this Four. week. I was, I'm somehow survived. I don't know how I'm awake, but I am. It's great. I think, I feel like all of the, uh, all of the, all of the professional, I can't even think of the word. I must say, you being in a workplace has done you some wonders in the fact that you did something very grown up, Jack. And all of us, when we were talking about dates or something earlier, not, not, yes. romantic, not yes. romantic dates, I could tell that he's oh, been James. working on organization oh. because yes. he, he said, you know what? I've just wrote them down and I'm going to send them yet. And I was like, oh my God, common sense, Jack. <laughs> organization. I can tell you've been in the yes. workplace. Um, yes. But yeah, I can't remember what I was saying. My week has been... Your week. Okay. I'm, um, I've got a lot of... Projects ending at Christmas, as I always usually do. I usually sort of work in like three, four month sections, and then they uh, culminate in Christmas as a busy time. So I've got a lot of stuff going off in the next couple of weeks, but then it'll be nice to settle down for a bit over Christmas and, and do all of that. But for now, it's just a case of getting all of that stuff done, um, looking nice. to the new year. The plans that I kind of wanted to put in place for the podcast last year were too ambitious, so I'm hoping to put them in place next year. Uh, the more we've... It's weird because you and me will both have a bit more time, so it might be actually mm. easier to do that in a lot of aspects. Um, my weekends are going to free up for, for the short time for, anyway. My weekends are going to free up a little bit more just just so I'll be able to balance that time for me and the podcast. So yes. it will be it will be nice. The, world, the one thing I will say that I've enjoyed, though, is this year we don't just make episodes for the sake of it. We've If mm. we've come on, we've wanted to do a podcast. Um, apart from when we bring yeah. you on, obviously. <laughs> right. How's your <laughs> week been? I mean, we're, well, we did, you know, th there were lots of plans in the works. But then Jake decided to have a baby. How selfish of you, Jake. You decided to procreate and pass on your genetic material to the next generation. You decided to ensure that the, that the Jake family line did definitely not end with you. How dare you? How very selfish. You were supposed to be implementing so many... High ambitious plans with talking the Talking Wednesday podcast, but no, you decided to have a child again. Anyway, my week has been okay. I uh, can you tell that I'm really excited that I'm going to be leaving my terrible job uh, in a couple of weeks because I've got yeah. from it what I wanted. Just, and the one thing you've I've missed do this. Is, you've is all the... missed this at home. I know you have. Don't worry. Don't worry. We will. We will. We won't let him off the chain every single week. I will. I will be given a Hannibal <laughs> be, Lecter. I, I will say restraint. he might be back on the Twitter a little bit more, though. So I apologise for that in advance. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> but, but yes. How has your week yes. been? Um, it's been okay. It's been okay, actually. Uh, I received a lot of praise for a voice acting project that I'm in. Uh. And I've started, like, making things on that front. I've started being a bit more proactive and, like, plan... Basically, what I was doing last time was really dumb. I just wasn't planning anything out. I wasn't making a schedule for myself or anything. Or is it is it schedule? 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 Potato? Potato? I don't really whatever. know about that one. I've always said schedule. I was... I, yeah. I was basically just not scheduling myself at all. I was just going off on a whim not having really any direction but now i've effectively needed to be in a crappy job to one sort of make me know how much i really want to make it so to speak and two how much i really want it all to plan out and then also just kind of show me what it would be like to not be in the field i want to go into in the long term and i it's like it's given me the kick up the backside that i've needed do you know what i mean like, yeah, like there's, there's, the, there's, there's certain things to be said for levels yeah. of making it as well. Like, I I don't think it dulls the ambition, but I realised when I, I... I think when I was younger and I was do, first doing music and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, it'd be amazing to have this sort of level of, like, 
you know, fame that comes with people loving what you do and sort of stuff like that. But the more I've done, I'm like, the more successful I could be without having to actually be as public would be fantastic. The more you realize that how sort of like toxic the world mm. gets, you know, I've actually, I've realized that now, which is kind of like why I like where the channel's shaped because it's got more of a community and a podcast community rather than just trying to throw a load of stuff at the wall and, oh, we must work on growth and growth and growth and have everybody, because not everybody sort of, so a, a wider net sometimes kind of like brings some of that tox toxicity in. And if you're trying to create a different sort of space for yourself, I just, I just, yeah. I just, I just shift vi shifted visions a little bit, which is why if you're a voice actor, that's great because you can just do everything behind yes. the scenes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Why I'm still doing a bit of that because that is fun. I, I, and I, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, actual acting, TV stuff, and things like that, I switch. I'd switch off if I did that full time. I'd switch off. I'd just go mm. into that and just do that, and because you wouldn't need anything else. It's such a yeah. It's such a different world and a different path. It's it's nice. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things I'm considering again, Jack. Nice. So, nice. Nice. Because I know you've had a, you've made a lot of changes in your life recently. I won't go into oh, them, yeah. But, yeah, you, yeah. but the changes have made you able to consider that again and stuff, haven't they? So yeah, yeah. I think you should if it's what you want to do, and this applies to any of you listening or watching or however you're reaching us. Um, if something makes you happy and you want to pursue that, and it would and it would bring you fulfillment in your life, then go for it. Don't let any the you are the only one who lives with yourself. 100% of your lifetime. Everybody else is a percentage. Do you want to listen to the fraction of a percentage or do you want to listen to the one person who is with you for your entire life, which is yourself? What makes you happy? Go with what makes you happy. Don't go with what will make percentages happy. Go with what you will be you know, fulfilled I'm by. I'm not smiling you know? because of the message. I'm just smiling because no, I, I just know. imagine there's certain viewers on this podcast who will be able to come up with a bingo card for Jack. Yeah, comes on. Oh, for God's where's, sake, man! Where's, and it's like, where's the inspirational <laughs> speech? Okay. <laughs> okay. Where's the unhinged going off the deep end moment? Where's the exactly you know, insulting another? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. there's uh, always Andy. some sort Hi, Andy. of motivational, Hi, <laughs> heartfelt, yeah. deep speech from you every single yeah. podcast, and I yes. thought we'd managed to get through it for a second. Uh, and in totally unrelated news, I'm actually thinking of uh, going with a mustache, like a Tom Selleck egg-esque Magnum PI mustache. You already look like you're from the 70s, Jack. Is that a good? I'm message? just thinking. Look, I'm just thinking double of down. leaning into it. Double let's down. just double down and lean into it, rather than rather than deny it. Let's just you know go full send. Let's lean into it because why I not? I kind of did it at the start but, of November, but kind of managed to hide it from like the podcast because mm. I took my beard really, really short and left like the mustache because the mustache will curl it's mm -hmm. at the length where it will curl and i was like do i go full red dead redemption oh yeah well, oh. we have a plan john i have a plan john <laughs> i have a plan john <laughs> we just need two million dollars <laughs> and we could be in tahiti <laughs> Oh, it's the GTA 6 trailer when this you'll have seen that by the time oh, this yeah. podcast is out potentially. Yes. Not that we've that's, not that's, already yeah. like allegedly seen all of it on across social media because people just keep putting videos everywhere. Yeah. But yes. Anyway, let's talk about Sheffield Wednesday now. That's enough waffle. There oh, you go. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, let's yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So Sheffield Wednesday in the week. Let's see how much Jack's been doing his homework. Sheffield Wednesday in the week played Leicester. What did you think to this one, Jack? Um, I was ecstatic that we managed to get a point from that because I, I'm one of those people, right, that if everybody's putting you down and you get a result, it's absolutely glorious because it shuts all the critics up. And we definitely shut all the critics up because everybody seemed to think that we were down and out in this game. There was no chance it would be like a, a, a six-goal just goal fest for Leicester. Um, interesting that Jamie Vardy was made captain for that game as well. Not, that's a nice little touch. Uh, I don't know if he's been... I'm not really following Leicester, so I don't know if he's been the captain for most of the season or if it's just yeah, I this one-off occasion. I think he has, actually. Yeah. He has? All oh, right, okay. 
yeah. But it was nice to see Jamie Vardy, the Vardy. Vardy? Did I just say Vardy? Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy be the uh, Leicester captain uh, at, at Wednesday. He didn't have a very, a very good game. In fact, most of Leicester didn't either. They they didn't they didn't turn up. I think they were expecting it to be a lot easier than we made for made it for them. They were probably basing it on Sheffield Wednesday under Cisco, um, rather than actually doing their proper research and looking at how we've been playing, etc. Um and we just actually outplayed them for most of the game, I thought. And we definitely should have I honestly feel in the first half alone, we should have been more than one nil up. Or, or what you know we should have scored more than one goal basically um we were just very unlucky not to and it was actually a very promising game well well leicester was one of those i don't know what you thought leicester was one of those situations where um we were we came out of the traps well and i don't think leicester played very well no and we were very unfortunate to be a goal down it wasn't great defending whatsoever in terms of their goal and it was it was kind of against against the balance of the game if you actually looked it over that i'd have said that wednesday probably deserved to win it if i mm. was being if i was slightly putting my tinted glasses on there but we definitely deserved a point if not more oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. to get 100%. it in the way that you get it it felt like a win it, it felt like a win so much that at the end they obviously they were playing um Daddy cool. They were, they were playing, yeah. They were playing the victory music, basically. Oh yeah. Um, so, because that's what it felt like, and <laughs> I must say, I did say on stream, oh, Fletcher's uh, <clears throat> Fletcher and Hendrick are coming on great, and then Hendrick gets the winner. And then Hendrick, the only touch of the game that he's actually had at all, yeah. by the way, was the um, goal. And it was a good goal. It was good, for that, but that's yeah. experience. Oh, and yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I did say that Hendrick was one of the loan, the D loan signing that I was happy about. Because I thought we that experience would help us out. Yes. With Fletcher coming on, somebody in the comments said something really funny, and I do have to repeat it on the podcast. And it went, oh, it's really not great with a slight little bit of snarkiness and negativity. But he said, oh, Fletcher's coming on. So Sheffield Wednesday are down to 10 men then. And it was like, I was like, <laughs> I kind of get it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But um, I don't think that loan's worked. But he's getting no. in the squad, and he's getting on. He's getting on the team under Danny Rule. So, mm. yeah, I think I think we played very well. The the Wednesday press is good. The we keep talking about that press, and it's starting to become a joke now with people. But it, it it's there, and it's very evident to see Wednesday control a lot more. The quality again hasn't been there. Kadamatri in Le the Leicester game showed s spells of getting into the right sort of positions but it just didn't come for him it was probably right to make the change when we did yeah. so I was sort of like oh he I really wanted to establish himself and we do see a little bit more of that but you could see his attacking movement his attacking movement's been better than we've seen because one thing I'll say about someone like Lee Gregory is he's got a very good br uh, football brain he gets in the right positions but he's not got the legs to implement it in this system Exactly. If Kadamatri has got that sort of mind to get in the right position, that's only going to get better with experience and mm. he's got the legs to do it. If he's always around, he will have Absolutely. the legs to get in those positions and and put the ball in the back of the net. So definitely deserved a point there. And then we move on to Blackburn. Sheffield Wednesday 3, Blackburn 1. Talk us through this then, Jack. I won't repeat the uh, text that I sent you this morning <laughs> about vile. how I felt. Yes. <laughs> We'll leave that to your imagination. But I, uh, I, <laughs> um, I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic uh, that this happened, and I also love that Danny in the press cut in the uh, press interview afterwards said it's been a great week because everybody expected us to get no points from both games, and here we are with four. Um, uh, but yeah, it was. I, I've, admittedly, I, again, I was working, so I didn't get to see the game. But all right, okay. uh, from my from my review of the extended highlight oh no comment all you want he's a part-time fan oh <laughs> but um 
from review of the extended highlights, uh, which I actually do think give quite a good coverage to those who are for, busy for that on game, a match actually, day. Yeah, because I wanted to watch it back as well, um, and it was one of those things where the I even watched the I've watched everything. I've watched the short highlights, the extended highlights, the inside yes, match day. I've watched same, everything. Same, same. Because we won, but yeah, the extended highlights showed quite a lot. To be fair, and the the, the way we're playing is like. You can't believe that this is a bottom-of-the-table team, judging on that performance. And I know that sounds very biased, given that it's a Wednesday well, fan it, saying Well, it, Leicester didn't look like bottom that. versus top. But no, you know, no, so. not at all. Not at all. And we were so dominant for the majority of the game, and it was, it was crazy. To be honest, honestly, right, with how the team played against Blackburn especially, this is the same group of players that Cisco Munoz had... What the hell was he doing? What, like, this group of players has played like this. What the hell was Chisco doing? That's a very good question. However, like, I still think, I will stand by what I said last week, is we, there, there isn't, I actually think we're, we're overachieving in the system in mm. aspects because I don't think a lot of the players are fully... Oh, fully yeah. ready no, for I, it. I do agree. You see it agree. defensively, you know. But when it does work and the players do have a good day and they do stick to the bloody plan, yes. that's what happens. Because I think I think a few of the times this season where it's it's not worked under Danny, especially under Danny, is they've reverted back to the Darren Moore style again. In just just because of or that's how I, I viewed would, a, viewed I, would I wouldn't say I've they've really, really seen stuck that. to the plan. Yeah, I, they've I kind of gone off ad lib, and it's not worked when they've gone ad lib. Um, I, I wouldn't say that's actually. I would actually disagree personally. Mm. I'd say what I've see, actually seen is they have they've, they've tried to keep in the system. Heads have only yes. dropped in the recent couple of games, and now they're back up again. Uh, but under the first run of Danny, and you know until like probably the last game we lost, basically the heads would stay up, and we'd keep in the system. What the problem was is. It was defensive errors. It was defensive position, oh, yeah. which was the problem. And it was the. It was actually, if you want to make a likeness from Darren Moore's side, it was Wednesday making stupid defensive errors at stupid times, and we did see that under some, some Darren Moore stuff. But that more comes concentration, from, yeah, yeah, the lapses of concentration. But what I was, I can't remember the exact fixtures now, but there was a there was a game where the ball rifle through a bunch of players and then you saw in the exact next game which was the Leicester game I believe I think that was the last game actually yeah where the ball just went straight through yeah um, yes. and like no player blocked it every player at Leicester was running to block it running to block and getting ahead on it and do, and it's like you can tell that Danny sits him down with the analysis and has gone why the hell is no one blocking this and then you see in the next game yeah all of them are doing it suddenly and, yeah and it's just it's there it is <clears> it's it's a, it's an annoying thing because it further adds to the argument of <sighs> you think about because i'm gonna name this episode the season starts now because it really does hmm. danny rules had his time to get his fingerprints on the squad with no players he's bloody signed yeah. but it's like exactly. we've got a new signing with the first goal scorer yeah in Kadamatri. So, let's talk about Kadamatri, shall we? Oh, you mean the son of the former Sheffield United? Oh, I knew uh, you'd say that as well. What, oh, no. Every commentary. Oh, yeah, oh, Windass yeah. and Kadamatri back again. Yes, oh, we get to and Kadamatri. There hasn't been a Windass assisting a Kadamatri since Bradford City. Oh, Believe it or not, I don't really... That 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 reference doesn't really wash with me too no. much because it was probably my, it probably was still in the time I was watching football, but not necessarily paying yeah. too much attention to that level, or where you know I was only paying attention to Wednesday. So for me, I'm more like, Do you know what, doesn't matter to me that, but I know mm. a lot of people yeah, want to I, reference it. Yeah, it's good commentary. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I definitely think we need to give him a, a longer contract with first team. He's not, look, let's face it now, he's not going back to the under-21s now. He's in the first team permanently. Yeah, we'll view. talk about him in this bit we've got a bit of news actually on him in a bit yeah. in terms of that, but let's talk about the goal, so. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. It was just, it was it was a Lee Gregory, you could see it's like Lee Gregory's sort of taking him under his wing a little bit with his positioning, the finish, everything. It's 
it was it was just a perfect he was in the right place at the right time and he showed confidence he didn't bat, he didn't um he didn't sort of crumble under the occasion and under the pressure of being in that really like intense moment you know what i mean there's there's some younger players that get into a situation like that especially when it's a club that i believe he he is a wednesday fan um, especially when it's like their hometown club and all that jazz, they get finally given an opportunity in the first team, and he took it. Like, he's not shied away from taking this chance in the first team. He has taken this opportunity to show actually what he's capable of and what his promise is and everything. It's the one and, thing uh, that fans were clamouring for for a long time, actually, yeah. with this lad. Um, and I think for yeah. once, fans, because we don't always get it right, but we were right on this one, you know, because a lot of us have seen enough... Mm. To be like, I think Dar- yeah. yeah, you know, it should have been, it should have, it should have been him in there. And yeah, it's, again, it's what I was talking about with that attacking movement. He was getting in the right positions, and what I was impressed by is he took it first time and side footed it. He the ball yeah. came in. Windass, great cross by the way, great run to get there and then whip it back across. I was also impressed that we had about three players running in that box to occupy that space. So even if Kadamatri hadn't got it and it was rebounded, we were in a better attacking position. That was a much better attack, that sort of thing. So yeah. to see him do that and then side foot it and then bring it round, it's not like some people would say, oh, the keeper's got to do better, but he he isn't because the speed he gets that at, at that close range, they're the kind of goals he, you he want. Middled it. That, that yeah. is a perfect sort of tapping. You know, that's yeah. not a tapping because he's got a he's got a you know actually put a half decent finish on the end of it. But you've yeah. got to be there to score the goals, and he's that player that's going to be there. Um, there might be more to to add to him later on in terms of that, but unfortunately, in true Sheffield Wednesday style, they do equalise, and then you think, oh dear, is this um, going the same is way? Is this another collapse? Is this oh dear? Yep, yep. But no, but it wasn't. It didn't, did it? Because. Marvin Johnson, the man that was frozen out by Cisco, <clears throat> gets a gets a goal that you think is going to be a cross, and then ends up in the bottom corner. Mm. So it was it was yeah. pretty decent from Marv there. That was his hundredth appearance as well. So was it hundredth or fiftieth? Fiftieth, hundredth. Oh God, I've done that to myself oh now. Because somebody else had a hundredth at some point right. recently and now my brain's just gone it's got to be more than 50th because he's been with us for both league one seasons and obviously yeah. one season is yeah, 40 yeah. odd games isn't it so it's yeah, got to be 100 yeah hang on hang on i want to get facts right uh-huh 100 yeah 100 yeah that was right yeah, it's got to be 100 because yeah so yeah gets a goal shows why he should be in the side um Dome Orfa, by the way, early in the game, we should mention, actually pretty much from kickoff, picks up an injury. So Yeah, in the first minute, it was crazy. Yeah, hamstring, so the, uh, I think it was hamstring or something like that. It's not ideal because uh, Aorfa's been very good recently. So hopefully hopefully that's not a, too much of a serious one going forward. Yeah. But then, it's kind of, I, I do like well, under Danny, he's kind of shown the sort of Dominic Aorfa that he was when Steve Bruce signed him to begin with. And he's, we've not had that for a couple of years. He's been a bit hit and miss for a good couple of years, but now he seems under Danny to be like really. Well, here's the thing. Do you know the Steve Bruce signings? They're the yeah. last signings where I go, actually, Steve Bruce is a good manager. And the players that he picks are usually picked for a certain reason, but they yes. work under certain types of manager. Yes. And. I don't think we got the best out of all of them. No. So, yeah, that's just that's just a take there. But yeah. obviously, then we we score quite late in the game with a, on the counter with Josh Windass, just perfect. Mm. Josh Windass's pace, splitting through that back line and um, beating the keeper to make it Sheffield Wednesday three, Blackburn one, which is exactly what we need. Spirits are lifted, and. I will say we said fifteen. I said fifteen points, didn't I, before Christmas? Yes. We've just got four from those fixtures. How many more have we, we still now, got? To we're play now on for? ten. No, we're no, no. I, meant, I said fifteen points from the fixtures, not fifteen. Points oh, in sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thought you still watch the episodes, Jack. <laughs> um. Unfortunately. 
we're well technically we're technically about on track because I thought we'd we'd snatch three points at Birmingham. I was being optimistic. And we probably should have, to be fair. But Yeah. We have got eighteen points to play for. And I said we needed fifteen to still be within the chance of survival in my opinion we only need 11 more now and there's 18 to play for and if we keep this run of form it's stoke norwich qpr cardiff coventry preston there's some hard fixtures there i do slightly I, fancy I, the qpr and i uh, fancy the qpr one much cardiff? more now yeah yeah I think we're still slightly off pace because if I'm hmm. being realistic, I probably, if I'm being realistic, optimistic, that's the name for an album. Sounds like an Arctic Monkeys album. Um, hmm. I see nine points out of those six fixtures. Yeah. It, which is slightly off the pace, but it will depend on the teams around us. Because if we can even get 10, like if we can get... I think we do need nine to keep us even within a remote chance. It's not quite the 15 we needed. But because, because Huddersfield have started to actually look like they can put something together, you know, they've, the last three fixtures, draw, win, draw. So they've tried to solidify. QPR have actually won their last two games. So mm. we talk about fancying it. They have won their last two. We are still 10 points from safety. And that's the problem. We've been 10 points from safety a lot of times this season. Yeah. So even if we got nine points now between Christmas, we'd still be struggling because Huddersfield would also have six fixtures. And if they get nine points, we'd still be 10 points clear. That's if they get nine points, they might get more, you know. But I never said we'd get out of the relegation zone. There is a very distinct possibility that we can push ourselves from 24th to 22nd. And if we can push ourselves from 24th to 22nd by Christmas, and we are 10 points away at Christmas, then I think you kick on. Then I think... Yeah. if we, I think that's what I'll probably say. We can't fall any more than 10 points. If we can even narrow the gap to six points by Christmas, we're sorted. But I feel like any... 10 is like the baseline... We don't know because it, it yeah. could be a it could be a, a low points tally that keeps you up in the championship this season. We don't know, you know. So if we keep it reasonable, oh, Kadamarchi just needs to go on a run, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's what we need now. Um, but yeah, a good week in terms of the actual football. Let's move into the news, and we will start with Kadamarchi. So. Joe Cram was putting on the Twitter, and I assume he's reported it in the Star as well. Um, but he believes that Sheffield Wednesday have opened up talks with Kadamatri on a new deal, which is exactly what you want to hear in these situations. Exactly, yeah. because Sheffield Wednesday have had very, very sort of tales of players such as George Hurst going off, and he's obviously now in a promotion firing Ipswich side. Players coming through our academy, us getting nothing for them, and them going. Because we don't do things right. Kadamatri scored his first senior goal for the club. We've seemed to have brought him through under the right management structure, and now he's been offered a contract. So uh, it's looked like we're improving his terms to tie him down a little bit more to the club. What are your thoughts on this, Jack? I was shocked that Mr. Chansiri was doing anything proactive with his uh, pattern of habits over the last sort of six months. Um, but then I realized this is probably Danny's doing and Chancery is probably just going along with it. Um, and I, <laughs> I mean, look, everybody here has been so vocal against the man. So I think we're past the point of no return now um, with going all that route. I've tried uh, not to but, be unnecessary. I feel like I've said everything. Yeah, I know. Everything I've said has been valid. I'm quite, I'm yes. quite. I, I also feel that that's quite valid, that. that what I've just said, yes. Uh, uh, I Jake think wasn't I, valid I with want... what he... With, uh, no, let's, wasn't let's, balanced yeah. with what he said. He went off the deep end. <laughs> Playing devil's advocate... Yes. 
I feel like he. Oh, then again, I say I say this, and I, we do know he's not learnt from a lot. But you'd like to try mm. and give him the credit and say, do you think he's learnt from the Hurst situations? But no, you part, you part. He possibly has. That is one argument. Yes. But also, it might be Danny. So there's that. Yes, I agree. Go on. Um, but I. But we we, we can't. We can't keep losing out on these young, talented players that just go for next to nothing and then do stupidly well somewhere else. We need to either capitalize on them, actually sell them for money, or we need to make sure that they're in our first team doing well for us and not doing well for a promotion, now promotion chasing again Ipswich. You know, we need, we, we need to get him on a long-term contract. Question is, do you think he'll sign it? Yes. I think he will. Personally. See, this is where the kind of mystique and Sheffield Wednesday misery can come in. I think he should sign it, and I think he will sign it, for the record. Because you say, yeah. is, he, what, is he a Wednesday fan? Obviously, his dad's got the United connections. Him and his brother are in, have come through our academy. His brother's still in yes. the academy. His brother's firing down. His younger brother's it. apparently, like, yeah, yeah. pretty firing yeah. on all cylinders at the minute. So... <clears throat> I he's been in the academy since he was about eight, I believe. So he's going to. I, I reckon this is the. I think he sees it. I think actually, there are some players that were in our academy that couldn't really see. I don't think they really saw what the future held for them. I'm thinking of the Liam mm. Shaws that likes. They made the wrong yeah. decisions, and I was saying at the time, you're making the wrong decision financially. Yeah, fine, go and do something financially. But do you actually want to do something and not just get loaned down, at, you know, the, the system? It actually makes sense for Kadamashi to be in this system, learning from these players, being a first-teamer. Because also, here's what will happen if he signs somewhere else. So say a Premier League club picks up, thinks that's a young talent. Here is what... He might come good in about four years... But think about what happened to George, George Hurst. He got loaned to clubs lower than Wednesday for a while. He got loaned yeah. out. Liam Shaw went to Celtic and got loaned to clubs lower than Wednesday. <laughs> you know, that will happen to Kadamatri if he did that. Whereas you have a chance to be in the first team at Wednesday. And yeah, we might bring a striker in. I think we will bring a striker in for the record. But I don't think he will see a lack of game time. I think he will very much be pushing for it still but if we get relegated if, if I'm in my head there going well I'm going to be the main man down there because I've done it in the championship for them so I might as well sign a contract yeah because I'll just I'll, I'll be at the club next season and if we go down I can try mm. I can try and bag a, have a 20 goal season as a young lad and then my stock yeah. just completely rises you know so yeah I think he should sign it I think he will sign it, and um, I'm excited to see us do the business properly this time. Um, yeah. But I also don't want to put too much pressure on him. That's the one thing I am sort Please of... sign it, Bailey. Please. No, no, we're not begging players, <laughs> no, Jack. No, no, I'm no, not, we're not, no. We're not doing that. I know. We're no, not yes, doing that. Yes. You can, actually, but not in the name of this podcast. Uh, but no, <laughs> I... Because, again, I, I actually have I've got the stance that I have back then. You should want to play for Wednesday. No yes, matter the situation, yeah. and I think he Play, does. I, th I yeah. think he's. I think he's in the right place for it. You know. Yeah. So. Play for the badge on the front, and they will remember the name on the back, as they always have said, as the as the old saying goes. You know. There we go. We'll leave that topic the... there. But another lad that uh, that's been through the academy has gone on loan. Uh, Kieran Brennan's gone on loan. Where was it? Hartlepool. Hartlepool. That's the one. Yes. I don't think Hartley he's going to be with us after this. On a short-term deal. Yeah, I don't no. think he's going to be with us after this season. Um, which is unfortunate, you know. Saw some decent signs from him, but I think at championship level he would. But then again, you drop down. Do you need a centre-back? No, I would be putting all my effort into the player. That is Bernard. We have to mm. put a contract in front of this man. He's how, got six months left. Given, literally, yeah. Like, why have we only given him a one-year deal? That's crazy. That is absolutely bonkers. He's just so calm on the ball. Yeah. He's young. He's. I think he signed a one-year a one deal. I've got a feeling it's because he wanted to keep his options open and know where we were going. But mm. for me, I'm sort of like, oh, come on, mate. 
you'd be it's only a season in League One if we go down, you'd be great. Because I genuinely believe if we keep keep a core of this um the younger players we've brought in with Danny and then you bring in, you know, you do a bit of a rebuild. Are we, yeah. we I do think we do the bounce that you could even talk about the Wilder bounce when he rebuilt United and took them all mm. the way, you know, and they were dominate. I, I genuinely think we could build a team that won the league next season. I and do. I think Bernard should be a part of, not the championship, by the way, I've got to say that. I'm talking League One. Talking League One, not the championship or the record. If we were to go down, he would build a team that would win the league, but not, but also kick on like Ipswich and Plymouth started to do, but then dropped off. Yeah. And Ipswich just carried on. Basically, yeah. Do a long-term rebuild rather than just a team that would thrive in League One that Darren Moore built. Well, that's think, exactly it. Yeah. Would, you, would you say that about the, the squad that went up that it was like a, it was mainly a team that would absolutely thrive and do stupidly well in League One, but not really much more than that. I, this the team that Darren Moore built. Are you on about? Yeah, sorry. yeah. I, I, uh, I the I, one I that actually, ended up getting promoted last year. I thought we'd, I think with him we'd be, we'd be just above the relegation zone, getting draws, mm. a lot more draws, uh, and being very efficient, but boring. And I think, but I think we—I don't think we'd be in the relegation zone now, because right. I think they were his players, and he had a way of working with them. And I didn't think they could handle certain occasions and games that were hard to play. We really struggled with uh, in mm. terms of teams that were hard to break down. But to be honest, it's—it's it's a different ball game in the championship, and I do think he'd have. I think he'd have worked with the players better than he's potentially... Because you're seeing it now, even with Huddersfield, he's starting to get a bit of a a bounce there, starting to get his, his fingerprints on the squad a little bit more. Yeah. I think he's very. I think he's a very good manager. I just think he needs a time and he needs a build. I just... I, but I don't... I don't necessarily like Darren Moore's style of football. I never... Mm. I, I never was too vocal about it when we were on the podcast because, again, I actually supported him and I thought his style of football is valid... But from what I like to watch, if I've got a preference, we've actually... F this is the first time we've signed a manager that plays the kind of football that I like to watch. Yeah, same. From an actual sporting perspective. So that's the excitement behind it. But yeah, um, Bernard should sign. We need, to, we need to make sure we're sorting these contracts out. But there's a big story that... Um, Alan Nixon was talking about the. I think he put it in the sun, but I saw it on his uh, him talking to people on Twitter slash X. Um, yes, X, formerly known as formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, like that, that is now, the we're now thing. we're now addressing X like we used to address Prince. Yes, um, I saw him saying that Chancery is willing to to bring in a big loan striker and spend thirty k a week on the wages. If that is the case, where was this spending in the summer? I actually get it. Why? Why? I do understand it because it's like, oh God, we don't want to get relegated. That would be a disaster again. But and do, do you know what all the comments why, were underneath it? What? Leeds fans saying, send them Bamford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could actually see a striker that can score goals at this level that's just not working at his current club come to Wednesday mm. and I actually think that sort of it works for both clubs you know I just think if you did put like Vardy in this team or something it's not going to happen Vardy but like you'd, <laughs> it, are you still are you still do. carrying that torch James put Vardy get Vardy get him in the in this team you know he wants to play here you can sort of tell you can sort of tell from the Leicester stuff the fact that he Crawled inside, the inside Bernard's match day pocket. was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. wanted a good old chat with Barry Bannon. And, yeah. uh, and Bannon better definitely have been coming. You're coming here next season then, mate. Yeah. But then again, Bannon's out of contract. That's a, that's a thing. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about probably as the new year approaches and because that becomes a new window, who could fill that 
striker slot, but a 30k striker incoming at Wednesday, it opens up a, a realm of opportunities because we can't seem to to finish our yeah. dinner apart from Blackburn. I think Kadamatri is is definitely a player that is going to start scoring goals for us as we've seen. But do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a do you think it's a dangerous route? Do you think maybe the money is better spent? Re- buying some players maybe for a rebuild or as Chancery seen it as panic stations of I know a striker will definitely keep us up I'm going to put the money into that or is this what Danny's there's another question for it is this what Danny wants does he want a striker and that's his priority what where do you, where's your thoughts on hmm. it I might argue that we we need defenders that can have a better mental side of the game than we've got right now because that's where we keep leaking goals is really stupid mental errors in the defense not it's not a, 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 most of the time it's not been a case of ability not being there good enough it's been the mental side they need or in the midfield we need a, a midfielder that's got an engine because ba- yes bannon used to be that but he's not he isn't that anymore he, I have he should be back up in the new him. year by the way and um who's well who's that sorry Momo Diaby. Oh yeah, Momo Diaby. Don't forget, he yeah. should be back in the midfield in the new year. Yeah, uh, hopefully he can be that engine for us. But because that—that's exactly why we leaked that. You know the the goal, the goal that Leicester scored, where the two players were just totally unmarked. So that's because the midfielders weren't tracking their men. Um, they just stopped. Bannon stopped. Will Will Volk stopped. Yeah, stopped. but all, uh, it's they, also they it's also a case of there should never in. be a case of where the defenders are so far out. And you know, yeah. one side. No, but that, there's also that. Yes. Yeah. There's also that. Yes. But we need a player at, near to the back, if not at the back, who's got a lot more of the tactical side up in his head, and it just feels like our defenders aren't doing that at the moment. They're not thinking with the I actually, I actually thinking... think it's one of those things where I do get it. I do understand. Um, I don't... I think it's a risk because you sign one striker and he gets injured and then it's gone. Whereas you could bring in some players. But you've got to think about... Mm. In our situation, you've got to bring players in permanently that are prepared for a firefight or a rebuild next year. A lot of players will will keep their options open in that situation until the end of the season. So, playing devil's advocate on it, sort of looking at the positive sides of it, I think it makes sense in terms of you bring in a striker and you really go for it and try and stay up. Because then at the end of the season, if you don't quite make it, you've not got them permanently. You can send them back. Yes, it was a sunk cost, but it's also a case of you've not got to continue paying him that amount you know, yes. for, for, for that player. You don't have to have the the future um, financial issues that come with that. What you end up having is a squad that's dropped into League One, knowing exactly what they need to get them back up and actually having players come in knowing exactly what they are walking into rather than walking in mid-season going, are we going to be dropping or are we going to be, you know, prepping for a season in League One? Or are we going to be looking to build on a survival season? So I could see trying to do it that way. I, I do mm. think we need... We probably need something more. I'm not... I'm The, the jury's still out on Bambo Dia before me. So as a centre-back, I do feel like potentially... Yeah, I, I agree. Every yeah. time he gets the ball, I get nervous. Is he going to lose it? Is he going to keep it? What sometimes he's really, really happen? good. Uh, yeah. He's one of them players. But sometimes I'm like, ah, <laughs> no. You know. I used to feel that way about Reader Johnson. Oh, sometimes God, he'd yeah. re- be really god good at like holding his man off and all that jazz. And other times I'd be like, oh no, he's just he's given he's going to give it away. And he, yeah, that's how I used to feel about Reader Johnson. And mm, I also think. We need to be very ruthless with who we sell, either in January or the summer. Well, I think we we'll release a lot of players. We were, summer. we were, we were very, very much uh, wearing our uh, promotion rose-tinted goggles. I feel with who we kept and who we didn't. You know, who we uh, should have sold or should have moved on or whatever and didn't. Uh, and Hendrick, uh, the assistant manager to Danny, has come out and said the squad's too big. 
but the squad is only too big because we've signed so many players to cover the injured players. You confused the me then when you called him by his first name. I was like... Oh, yeah, Hendrick. It's yeah. I, I can't tell if it's Peterson, Pedersen, Paderson. Uh, I, <laughs> Paderson? So I just him Hendrick. Paderson. <laughs> You're in South California then. Oh, Paderson. Yeah. Also, side note, my camera keeps doing this weird skipping thing, and I don't know how to solve it. But anyway, that's a total opposite not non-Wednesday thing. But the game yes, can't use it. It's yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that a rebuild is coming, and we need to start sooner rather than later. So whether that's in January, getting rid of a few players, so that we're not just losing them on freeze like we always seem to do. Um, and being proactive in that approach and letting Danny get a bit more than just a striker in that is one of his players and his signings and whatnot. Um, yeah, I I just, I think we need a bit more than just a striker, sadly. Um, yeah, but um, Chan Siri did but I do, say that I do understand where he's willing to spend. So if he's, if this is the, this is what he wants to spend the money on, my my argument will always be, if it's what Danny wants, do it. If it's give, Chancery, give Danny the keys to the car. Yeah, exactly. Let him. Let him. Yeah. If he's told you this is what he wants, listen to him. If it's not, shush. Yeah. <laughs> because if don't yeah oh yeah God. don't go yeah. oh well I think this would be good for the long term I don't care anymore what you think would be good for the long term in terms of the players. Obviously, I'm not talking about don't let players just come in on stupid wages and crush us. I'm talking players that the manager wants that fit his system, that are within our financial structure and no one else. Don't bring in players for the sake of it. I would actually rather us not bring in players that bring in players that Chancery wants to bring in and or the recruitment team that is not involving Danny Rull. Unless Danny Rull is 100% behind bringing that player in and thinks it will benefit the squad, do not bother with it. Because there is no point. I hate it when managers get players that they don't really want to work with, but they have to make mm. out like they do. And it's obvious. Yeah. When, they talk, when the managers talk about them, it's so obvious that I didn't really want this player, but it got forced upon me, so now I've just got to deal with it and yep. live with it. Exactly. And mm, you can see Heckenbottom talking about a few of the players in that in that regard uh, across the pond. Not across the pond. Across the, the pond. The, the other side. Across the Don. I don't know. Because <laughs> the Don literally separates right next to Hillsborough from the other side. So yeah, anyway. Across the Don. <laughs> Thank you for the job. Um, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you there. Sod the recruit, the, the recruitment advisors. Sod the advisors. The best advisor you have is Danny. He's worked with a, the German national team. He's worked with the best German club in the world. Like, he knows his stuff. His coaches know their stuff. Chris Powell, one of your coaching staff worked with bloody England for several years. He was in the World Cup um, and the Euros coaching team. Do you know that's slightly actually why I would be quite excited by Alone as well though? Because mm. if it's in the English system and Powell's got a hand in it. Yes. 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 So... A anyway. Sod the advisors. <laughs> sod them. Don't listen to them. Listen to Danny. What Danny wants, Danny gets. Give Danny the keys to the car and let him drive off into the sunset and drive us wherever the hell he wants. Don't go, ooh, but I think you might want to, to stop at this petrol station. No! Shut up! Listen to what Danny wants. Do what Danny says. Anything he wants, he gets. Please. Dear God. Anyway, yes. Uh... That was just me waking myself up. I could feel myself just drifting off into oblivion because I've been right, up since go, 4 o'clock this morning. You can go to bed soon. So that You're was, not going to go to yeah. bed, though. You're going to play video games for the rest of the day and yes. be overtired, aren't you? Correct. Because yeah. yes. that's what happens when you get into a job that you're not really a fan of. You spend all your time going, I'm not at work now, so I'm going to do everything that I want to do. Dopamine, dopamine, and, dopamine, and dopamine, then, dopamine. And then you wake up... Yes having not slept enough and have to go and do the job you hate. Yes. 
And that's life. Um, <laughs> moving on to Saturday, Sheffield Wednesday will be playing. Yes. Sheffield Wednesday were playing Stoke City away, so we're away, which is obviously something we need to sort out, playing away. Yes. Um, Stoke City are 20th in the championship. So, points available. If we can... Um, if we can get our acts together and keep this run of yes. form going. They're on 21 points, though, so they're 11 points ahead of us. Their home record is 4-1-4, 13 points. Their away record is 2-2-6, so eight points away. So they're stronger at home, and we are playing them, obviously, at their home ground. They've scored 19 goals. They score about one a game, but they also concede about 1.42 a game, 27 goals. Minus eight goal difference there. Their expected goals, their XG um, over the, oh. for, that, for that entire their entire season has been twenty point two. So they've been they've been actually getting their XG um, pretty much with the nineteen goals. So the last match that they played was a loss against Plymouth. So they're going off the back of a loss. We're going off the back of a win. How do you feel going into Stoke? I'm a bit of a mixed bag because Stoke's always been a bit of a bogey team for Wednesday, hasn't it? Alex Neal managing especially, them. Especially at, their, especially at their place as well. Um, mm. Alex Neal, obviously, a bit of history with him beating us many, many times that we've played against one of his sides. Um, annoyingly, he always sets up a really good side. Um, and that's why I don't like him. <laughs> And he's a bit of a mercenary with no loyalty. That that is, is that aspect of his, you know. How about you say what Look you really Sunderland. mean? Look at Sunderland. Look at Sunderland. Like he got promoted and he still sodded off to Stoke. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, I'm a bit of a mixed bag about it because I feel like if Plymouth can beat them, then why the hell can't we? Um, with how they're going this season, and at the same time. It's an Alex Neal side, you know? It, it's it's an Alex Neal side. So, I yep. don't know. I'm just, I'm accept, I'm accepting whatever happens, happens. They Wednesday are. take the wheel, as they say. So keep an eye out for it. them. I just said it. Keep an eye out for a player called uh, Vidigal, who's got four Vidigal. for them this season. Um, who else is up there on this? They've got quite a few different goal scorers. So... That's what you kind of want to be. They don't really have a prolific goal scorer. They have quite a few across the team. So they're 19 goals. They scored by quite a few players. I think Vidigal looks like their top scorer with four goals. Um, they do have that. a striker that I would love us to sign. Uh, Tyre I think it's Tyrese Campbell. Tyrese yeah, that would be, a, that'd be yes. about right for us. He's got one goal I all would... season. Nice, but he's previously uh, been very prolific. Yeah, he's, he's, he's only played eight um, games. Um, still quite young. So. Yeah. He's played eight games this season, scored one <laughs> goal, but he's, funnily enough, speaking of Tyrese Campbell, he scored in the last game. So he scored. Well, there we go. He scored in their loss to Plymouth. So he'll be looking for another one. And um, so will our, our young player in Kadamatri. So yes. I'm looking forward to that. Let's uh, let's see how that one pans out. Unfortunately, um, Sheffield Wednesday could easily do a Sheffield Wednesday in a team that we've probably got a good chance against. But let's yes. be let's be positive, shall we? But that is all yes. I have got for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. You got anything to add, Jack? No, just nice to be back. I I hope you at home have been entertained by me. Of of hopefully missed me if not then sucks to be you because i'm stuck on this episode with whether you miss me or not um and do you know what's yeah, funny i've got half of them in, i've got i've got them half of them do you know the mad men get meme the mad men clip i think so i'm being i'm being mean but i was making a joke and it's funny because you've not seen it so instead, I'm going to end the podcast, and then the podcast listeners can find see if they remember the the mean I'm referring to, and let's see if you can find it, and then you'll go. That was really not kind. Okay. Okay. But no, okay. I've I've enjoyed having you back, Jack. Because I think thank uh, you, thank you, James. I think that the 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 Jack week every month is a nice change of pace to. It's come like in. a palate cleanser, isn't it? Yes. When you yes. 
Yeah. And it's also like an hour of babysitting as well, so it's wonderful. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Take care, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See you later. <laughs>